Welcome to Rhymagy Podcast. As we enter the month of February, I'm reminded of our connection. Some of the most notable holidays in the States is Valentine's Day. There's so many ways to connect. Sometimes we have so many methods of doing it, but a lot of times they fall short. Um, today, to speak deeper on this, is a new guest, Jim Marshall. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your insight with us and just being part of the discussion. Thank you. Glad to be here. I just want to to share a little disclaimer. Um, For those in the States, wherever you are around the world, I do encourage you to find what resources will be helpful for you. I don't like reinventing the wheel, working in the mental health field, but 988 is the suicide crisis lifeline. If you are struggling, if you need professional help, it's hard for adults to say, but the idea of asking these three words, I need help, can be actually very important when it comes to these kind of scenarios i want to ask you jim you know i like to i always say that people say better than i do and i'm gonna start off there and then we'll kind of talk a little bit more and a little bit hear about more about your insight on all this so um the first um quote is from millard fuller he says for a community to be whole and healthy it must be based on people's love and concern for each other what comes to mind when you hear this and the idea of connecting Um, obviously the world, uh, has a terrible deficit of love and concern. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's going to be changing in the near future. Mm -hmm. Uh, which means you better take care of yourself. Uh, my experience has been that if you are lucky enough to have some kind of a family that's committed to helping you, that's good. And beyond that, I wouldn't count on anybody. Because you're going to be disappointed. I, I totally get I get you. And on, on the, I like how you mentioned self-care. A lot of times, connections is about sometimes saying no. <laughs> you know, saying putting those boundaries up. You know, I cannot be everything for everyone. And so that for me, I feel that has been helpful in navigating what connections really mean and defining what they are. Um um, a lot of times, a lot of times people say, oh, well, you know, just let's just, we, you know, just bring up the idea of connection so broadly. And that's why I don't like just going a little on the surface. I like to go a little bit deeper because I feel when we talk about connecting, it's not always connecting with the actual person, sometimes connecting with ourselves. What is important to us? What, what helps us? And in regards to that, what helps, what have you found help yourself or have you seen help people connect better with themselves and what their needs and, you know, taking care of themselves, as you said. Well, the fundamental problem in industrialized society is that most people do not understand people. Don't understand the husband, don't understand the wife, don't understand the boss, don't understand the partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why we routinely elect idiots and criminals to run our governments. Mm -hmm. Because we don't understand. Uh, and that is what my life has been about. And that's what Septemex is. It's a way to understand people uh, in a very precise and efficient way so that you know to whom you want to connect and from whom you want to stay away. 
You know, uh, you mentioned that, and I, you know, I was going to ask you later, but I, I, since we're already talking about, can you just a little, share a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what you're doing uh, in regards to what you just mentioned right now? I, you know, just just so we're talking about it already, I do like the idea that we need to know. Uh, we don't know people well. We don't know how to connect. So, yeah, can you go ahead and share a little bit about your your, what what brought you to this, where you are today? Why is this important? Why do you think connecting is important in the context of what you're sharing? Well, I am the discoverer of hitherto unknown natural phenomena, which greatly aid in the understanding of people, from which I created a revolutionary practical philosophic system called Septemics and published it in the book, Septemics Hierarchies of Human Phenomena. Mm. Uh, as for my own qualifications, I'm a polymathic intellectual whose areas of expertise include psychology, philosophy, theology, parapsychology, science, engineering, mathematics, law, literature, metaphysics, military science, political science, physical culture, education, human potential organization, and music. And I hold a Bachelor of Science cum laude from City University of New York. And with all that, all that experience, all that knowledge, what made you, what prompted you to, to discover this? This septemics, uh, I'm sorry, uh, how you say the septemics? Septemics. S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S, septemics. So what, what drew you to this and why do you think this is important for people to know and discover today? Obviously, uh, you know, like you mentioned before, we have not the most savory people savory people and you know leading us in politics and around so what do you think this will benefit those who are listening right now and why do you think it's very important for us to be aware of this today well first let me tell you what septemics is and then i'll tell you how i figured it out mm -hmm. septemics is a philosophical science based on the fact that many phenomena related to humans occur in a sequence of seven levels Literally, the word septemics means of or pertaining to seven. Mm. Septemics comprises a collection of scales or sequences, each of which breaks down various human phenomena into a hierarchy of seven steps. Okay. There are 35 such scales, each of which is unique, and together they span the spectrum of human experience. By which I mean any problem, situation, difficulty, dilemma, etc., that any person has can be successfully analyzed by one or more of these scales, usually more than one. Okay. So and, let me uh, tell you how I got, how I figured this out, because you asked me that. So the story really begins when I was accepted into engineering school at the age of 16. And of course, I thought at that time that I was going to be engineering physical things like all the other engineering students, mm. such as electrons or airfoils or motors or whatever. But by the time I had my bachelor's degree, it was clear to me I wanted to engineer the human psyche mm. because it's the area of greatest unknown, of greatest mystery, and the area in which we are failing miserably. Mm. That is what your show is about. Mm. How do we fix this? <laughs> so. To make a long story short, I had a long career as a human development engineer using engineering principles, 
one-on-one -on -one with individual clients, mm -hmm. hundreds of clients of every description for cumulatively many thousands of hours. And of course, all of my clients improved. And I started to notice just incidentally that I could predict the outcome of the session. Mm. Now, I never told this to anyone, but I made notes. And as the decades rolled by, I started to compile all this information that I had just observed directly. Mm. No theory of septemics. This was all discovered empirically. So by about 1995, I had about 32 scales that I had just observed in people. Mm. Uh, and one in particular, I absolutely knew was correct because I had been using it on a daily basis for decades. Now, on one day in 1995, I was pondering a particularly difficult client and I realized this client was at a level that I did not have in this scale. In other words, she was, she was a sixth level scale. She was at another level, a seventh level. Now it was obvious to me where to insert. So I inserted this level into the sixth level scale and it manifested mathematically. Mm. So all of this mathematical data jumped out at me. Now having taken 26 semesters of math, I have a real close feeling for math. And, and how it is part of life. So this was very real and very clear to me. Now, when I saw this, I said, whoa, I don't know what this is, whatever it is, it has to be natural law because it has mathematics embedded in it. Mm. For example, the Fibonacci sequence, right? Has mathematics embedded in it. Mm -hmm. It's natural law. So then I said, I wonder how many of these other scales that I have are actually seven level scales that hadn't been developed all the way because mm. I wasn't developing anything. I mm -hmm. was just helping my clients and making notes. So mm -hmm. knowing what I was looking for, I inspected these other 32 scales and each of them in a short period of time went to seven, became mm -hmm. a seven level scale. And as it did, it manifested mathematically. So in a short period of time, I had 32 scales that were all inherently mathematical. And I said, wait a minute, this looks like a new subject to me. Mm -hmm. And then I said, wait a minute, I could go from helping people by the hundreds, which is what I had been doing as human development engineer, mm -hmm. to helping people by the millions, if I mm -hmm. put this in a book and get it out. Because I could see this could really help people. Mm -hmm. Because I had been seeing this data verified in front of me for decades. Mm. Because, in other words, I would see the client was at a specific level. I wouldn't tell him anything about that. I would just observe it. And as a result of our work, he would go up to the next level. That happened thousands and thousands of times. And each time it did, it verified my hypothesis. Mm. So then I said, I'm going to have to write a book. So, I, so I, the first draft was finished in December of 95. Mm -hmm. And I sent it in a transcript form to colleagues of mine each of whom had graduate degrees in a variety of subjects. Mm -hmm. And they all responded very positively. Now they had different responses, but distinctly positive responses. And that told me, this is exactly what I think it is. This is a new subject mm. that can really help people. So I spent the next 25 years of my life working on this book. Mm. Because you have to realize, first I had to collect discover the phenomena 
the September phenomena. Mm -hmm. That was mostly done by 95, as I explained already. Mm. But I did find three more skills as I was writing the book. Then I had to take this data and use it to craft a workable philosophic system because simply having these 35 skills was not enough mm. to a workable system. There had to be more. So that took 20 years crafting this system so that it would be foolproof. Now you have to understand as an engineer, uh, I'm only interested in facts and results. Mm -hmm. To engineering, opinions and beliefs are utterly irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had to create something that was objectively correct mm -hmm. and would work for everyone. Mm. The hardest part of this was explaining this in a way that would make sense to the average reader. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of work. Because mm -hmm. you have to realize there are 35 scales, each of which has seven levels. There's mm -hmm. 245 different levels. Mm -hmm. And this all had to be presented in a way that would make sense. Now, I know I succeeded at that because I've been seeing people react to this or mm -hmm. respond to this now for 28 years. Wow. It's the first version. People get it. They look mm -hmm. at this and they say, yeah, I see. This is cool. They get it. It's mm -hmm. not obscure or difficult to understand because it's natural law. It's like when you look at the periodic table, right? Mm -hmm. The first time you see the periodic, say, yeah, okay, hey, this makes sense. You got hydrogen is here, helium is here, lithium is here. They go in and see, it's orderly. It makes mm -hmm. sense. So mm -hmm. you get it. And that's what this is like. So several people have asked me, what book is your book like? And having gone to school for 28 years, I have to tell them, I don't think there's ever been a book like this before, but mm -hmm. each of these scales is presented in what you might call a table or a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. That table is comparable to the periodic table of elements, mm. but it's for any one of these 35 different subjects. Now, if mm. you permit me, I'll tell you what the 35 subjects are, and then you'll yeah. we'll know exactly what gets covered in this, okay? It yeah. takes about a minute. Okay, yeah, so no these problem. are the individual scales, meaning they apply primarily to an individual. The scale of basic purposes, the scale of personal influence, the scale of choice, the scale of permeation, the scale of thought, the scale of identity, the scale of evaluation, the scale of motivation, the scale of control, the scale of stopping, the scale of scholarship, the scale of literacy, the scale of human ability, the scale of memory, the scale of spiritual identity, the scale of mental deletion, the scale of aberration, the scale of physical fitness, the scale of justification, the scale of belief, the scale of equanimity, the scale of attack, the scale of conflict, and the scale of reaction. And these are the group scales, the scale mm -hmm. of relationships, the scale of life spheres, the scale of government, the scale of civilization, the scale of survival, the scale of management, the scale of exchange, the scale of communication, the scale of allegiance, the scale of sexuality, and the scale of politics. Any one of these scales by itself could dramatically mm -hmm. improve the life of the reader. Mm. It, you know, it's fascinating just hearing you share it so, um, so clear. And I just want to, you know, also ask you um, how... 
well, I'm going to put it in the notes for those who are watching, but if someone wants to get a hold of this book, how, where can they find it and get, get more information about all this? Okay. Well, I invite your viewers to go to my website, which is septemics.com, S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S. And there you will find out what many readers have said about it, what many journalists have written about it, what the reviews are. You can read sections of the book itself. Mm -hmm. And there's even a recorded introduction to Septemics for new people. Mm -hmm. uh, the book is available on anywhere books are sold. Okay. Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to my website, it talks about where to get the book. But if you just type the word Septemics into a search mm -hmm. engine, You'll get hundreds of responses, including all the people who are selling the book all over the world. So well, it's not hard to find the book. And it's available in hardbound, softbound ebook. Mm -hmm. And of course, the ebook is very inexpensive. So you mm -hmm. can get this data for a tiny amount of money. But let me tell you what people are really going to want to know, which is how is this beneficial mm -hmm. to people? I wrote this book to help people. I've had a lifetime of helping people. Mm -hmm. Each of these scales provides the user with an infallible way of determining the salutariness or the beneficialness of any group, individual, or activity. If the group, individual, activity moves persons up the scale, it's beneficial or positive. If it moves them down, it's detrimental or negative. So you see, I'm giving you a yardstick by mm -hmm. which to measure human affairs. Mm -hmm. More importantly... Just finding out what level you or another person is at on any scale is by itself enlightening and beneficial. Every time you correctly spot either yourself or another on any scale, you have a realization. You say, oh, that's why Joe and Mary can't get along or something mm. like that. That's one of the ways that you know you found the right level. You have a realization because it explains things to you. And finally, once you know the correct level, mm -hmm. you can improve that person, whether it's yourself or another, by moving them up one level. Mm -hmm. I have solved the gradient problem that has bedeviled mankind for 6,000 years. Most people have problems and difficulties and situations. They don't know how to solve them. And the reason is they don't know the gradient. Mm. So what I was doing with my clients for 40 years is finding out the level that the guy was at and mm -hmm. then bringing him up to the next level. Mm. So every good facilitator, coach, therapist mm. in the world knows that human behavior can only be improved in a gradient. Mm. So for example, that's why crash diets and crash exercise programs don't work. Mm. It has to be done on a gradient. Mm -hmm. I've worked as a trainer, okay? Mm. If a guy comes to me and says, train me, I say, okay. Uh, I'm not going to just give him a 100-pound barbell and say, work with this, or tell him to go run five miles. That's malpractice. Mm -hmm. You have to find out what this guy can do first. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I might say, well, do you think you could walk one mile every morning? You see, he's probably going to say, yeah, I think I can do that. I say, okay, walk a mile every morning. And at the end of the week, we'll talk again. Mm -hmm. And I say, how did you do? And he says, this is tough. I'll say, mm -hmm. all right, just keep doing it. If he says, he's okay, I can do this. 
I, mm-hmm. I now I say, great, let's try two miles. Mm. So, so this book gives you the gradients. That mm. is what these levels are. Mm. So 45 subjects I just gave you, which span the spectrum of human experience, I'm giving you the gradients. So each of these scales is a roadmap for success. You know, it's, it's you know, listen to this. I just, a lot of times people, uh, struggles is prioritizing what's in, what will help you versus what will not help you. And it feels like with your book, it allows you some of these uh, subjects are sometimes more ambiguous to us. Like what are, what is good and what is bad? And that, uh, what is, uh, is it better official for me being nice? What is nice actually in this context? So I, I do like the, that it, it's addressing a wide band, but more, I always tell my when I work with clients to personalize, personalize, personalize your care. What's wrong? Like, don't look at everyone else. It's like if you're like, I love the example with the walk a mile. Like, you cannot get a baseline just by generally saying, go and just do what generally may make you healthier or vice versa. So I think that's that's wonderful. Um, I wanted to ask one question and get your final thoughts as we wrap up. You know, you said you went to school for engineering. Just get a little context. What drove you to want to choose something less physical and more about? I know you, you're curious about the one, uh, I guess, area where it, it's really behind. You know, when it comes to human, uh, how we connect and all that. So, but what what was it? Was there any real pivotal curiosity that brought you to that? Um, I guess. Uh, paradigm shift to go that way normally when you go engineering you'll be like i want to be so this kind of thing what just to get a little bit of context than you that's curious okay. myself okay so so first of all i should tell you that i have absolutely no memory mm-hmm. of a time when i'm in this life when i was not intensely interested in learning everything taught in every university mm-hmm. i was one of those irritating little kids <laughs> i wanted to know how everything worked like at three years old, how does the radiator work? How does the refrigerator work? How does the radio work? How does the car work? How does the air conditioner work? Mm-hmm. I wanted to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, that propelled me to be an avid student. Mm-hmm. I can still remember the exact moment in my life when I first discovered that some kids didn't like school. That was a shock to me. <laughs> what can that be? <laughs> I was at the blackboard with another kid because mm-hmm. they had put us in teams. And we were doing division on the board, right? Mm. And the kid said something that I didn't quite get. I said, wait a minute. You mean you don't like school? He said, no, I hate school. I, and I thought, oh, that was an epiphany. Now I understood a lot about why kids behave. That was like a new idea to me, okay? Mm. And uh, so I was driven to learn in a polymathic way. In other words... Mm. I had, I, I wanted to learn everything. So I had one set of friends who were like science and math buffs. Mm-hmm. I would go with them to science and math lectures. Mm. I had another set of friends who were like English and literature buffs. And we would go to plays and poetry reads. Then I had another set of friends who were musicians. See? Mm. Then I had another set of friends who were athletes. Mm. Now, none of these people liked one another. But I liked <laughs> them all. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had to keep them separate. Mm. Now, now, I went to very good schools. I went to private schools. Uh, the prep school I went to, you had to take special tests to be admitted mm-hmm. in the first place. 
uh, and there are, and I was honest. And then I got a scholarship to college. Uh, so by the time I was 22, mm-hmm. I pretty much knew what was in the mainstream. And the, the most, I knew all the main subjects. I knew math, English, mm-hmm. chemistry, physics, history, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I could see that there were huge gaping holes in between all of this, mm-hmm. which is why I was really interested in things like the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Right? And there was another show called One Step Beyond. Mm-hmm. With the, hmm, what's this? What's what's this all about? You see? Mm-hmm. How do you explain these things? So uh, I could see already by then that we were failing uh, in terms of understanding people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I brought my skills as an engineer to that subject where I used biofeedback. Mm-hmm combined with Socratic dialogue to to the biofeedback would give me an insight into what was going on in the person's mind and then I would be able to ask the right question and so the client would have a realization so a guy mm-hmm. comes in to me he's been having trouble with his wife for five years right mm-hmm. he comes in I can't get along with my wife we're gonna get a divorce she wants to kick me up but so we work on it and some and somebody says Oh, wait a minute. I can see now. She's just like my mother. That explains a lot. See? Mm-hmm. And I'd say, okay, great. We're done with that. Let's go on to something else. So uh, I just took my polymathic approach and used it to help people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I studied a lot of alternative subjects where they were sort of going in between the mainstream mm-hmm. subjects. So wherever I went, I carried all of my knowledge with me. You know, I carried my knowledge of physics. I carried my knowledge of math into all of these things. So if I was studying, let's say, theology, it was theology, but looked at through the lens of an engineer, you see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was really, I could get a depth of understanding that most people don't get because I was such a devout student. And I'm still that way. <laughs> I started school when I was three, when mm. I've been involved in education my whole life. I'm still doing it. So eventually, was, that led me to figure this out. Just want to say that your 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 curiosity is inspiring. Like a lot of people, just kind of stop. Uh, you you talk about school. You're excited. You're still excited, like you were back. And I find that amazingly. I don't know, encouraging. You know, a lot of times people are just like, oh, this is just how it is. I'm like, uh, it doesn't have to be. Um, I, I, I thought, you know, when I was writing the outline, I didn't know your story, but it really fit well with Albert Einstein's quote. It says, I have no special talent. I'm only passionately curious. Yes. And I think that basically sums up when I'm talking to you. I'm like, this is amazing. And I, I really appreciate you sharing this. I'm going to obviously put all the notes so people can find your website, learn more. But I just want to give you an opportunity. Any final thoughts as, you know, people coming and listening? What would you want to sh- share with them as we wrap things up? Okay. In one sentence, the data in this book are vital for every person mm-hmm. and can help you to achieve your goals faster and easier by explaining what might otherwise seem to be inexplicable or random. Mm. I was going to say thank you so much, Jim, for coming on and sharing your insight and sharing just 
your passion of being curious. You know, I, I find that curiosity is just it shows health. It shows that someone is interested in bettering themselves. So I, I am very much a great um I'm grateful for the work you do. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Um, remember to stay updated with Revive Ministry through various platforms. RevivalMinistryFL.com is our website. To leave you with this last quote from Corrado Scott King, you know, it's, um, you know, thinking about community, you know, and also ourselves and how we fit in it. She says it this way, the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the pa- compassionate actions of its members. Thank you again. And, um, uh, 